Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Come on. Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You thinking about doing steroids? Yeah. If there's a drug that will uh, make other things like muscly get big. Oh, I'll take that in a second. Dave and Mahoney. This has nothing yep. to do with you ladies. You guys are seem fine even yep. with Man, the We got thing. workouts too. We got Kegels. No, got, <laughs> yeah, you can actually do a workout. Don't matter do how many right push-ups now, I do. One, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. You got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. If you are somebody that has shared a password for Netflix, and not because you're necessarily doing it um, under the guise of, oh, yeah, we, uh, we're all part of the same family. Maybe you actually are a family and you live apart or you're traveling on the road. You want to log in your Netflix account. Uh, yeah, so Netflix started rolling out its paid sharing feature in the U.S., which requires that all account users must be in the same household and living in the same location as the primary account holder. So, so I, I saw an interesting study that was almost kind of, it feels like in retaliation to this. There are a lot of people who are starting to use Netflix ad paid or ad free service and are absolutely okay with it. What do you mean, the Netflix with the ads? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Because huh. it's like the prices are getting so high on all of the streaming well, stuff that a lot of people are just going for ads. I don't mind paying a higher price, but like, here's the thing. My wife and I are living in two different houses right now, and we have, like, but we're two people. We're paying for literally six screens, and if I'm not going to be able to use it because I'm in a different house than my wife right now temporarily, like, that's just, it, you're just making me... Guess what's going to happen, guys? You continue to do these things. Netflix made it easier and it was more affordable than pirating. When you make it harder and you make it more inconvenient, people are just going to start pirating again. Well, they're just going that, to like, the free service. Yeah. Or, I don't even know if they're going to go to the free they service. They are. I they're, just there was a study that was but literally. I'm telling you, Pete, you're, you're going to lose money by pirates I, I, because I, I, when I you make it's... a system so hard to use and so inconvenient, we're, why would I give you any of my money, or why would people give people money? See, for me, it's like a principle thing. Like if you're going to go out, when I, if I'm paying for the service and we can't watch it, even though we're paying for the service and we are immediate family, you. then it's just a principle yeah. thing. Like there's there's so many streaming services now. If net if this was back in the day when Netflix was like the only one, you'd be like, okay, like you. You kind of got to roll with the punches. Have y'all right? been without Netflix though? Yes. No. We, well, but you you actually are going through and you're cycling. We'll, out we'll all turn of them off. Streaming. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I recently went without Netflix and I kept realizing how much I was clicking on the button. And it wasn't there. And it was, or like, yeah, because I yeah. didn't have it set up, right? I was like, dang, I didn't realize how much I just actively, even if I wasn't watching something on Netflix, how much it was just a part of my routine to try and go there. You've, you've so, created I mean, those those habits. Those habits. So, habit, I mean, yeah. I think it's easier said than done to be like, yeah, I would just say I'm I'm done. But, I but mean, when, when it comes down we'll to see. being a principal thing, you know, I'm with you. That's like, it doesn't matter what the rationale is or whatever. Once I decide this is a principal 
action for me, I'll, I will ride it into the ground to my detriment. And some good news today as well, and this is exceptionally good news, and it is a wild story. Uh, Damar Hamlin, the young man who died on the field last year during Monday Night Football, is back at practice with wild. the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, it's one thing like that he survived, obviously. Sure, right? which well, there was a thought that that might not happen, you know, when it initially went down. And then he's able to return the very next season. He's practicing right now with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the head coach says that he, you know, they're taking things slowly, obviously, with him to make sure. Uh, they're, they're one day at a time. But, I mean, I saw some of the video. He looks good. He's, he's out there playing great I mean, he's ball. a super athlete, you yeah. know, to begin with. Nice guy. You know, I wish him. I hope he, like, again, I'm not a Bills fan, but I, I hope he has a great season. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like four months ago is when all that went. Yeah. Because that was, that was towards the end of the season, if you recall. Wow. Four months ago, he, he died on the field, and here he is out there practicing again. So, really incredible story about Damar Hamlin. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get things going. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So out of all of the animal competitions out there, which ones do you appreciate the most? I mean, there's like the the dog shows, right? Love those. But then they take it and they put a spin on it where they have like the wiener dog races. Those are those pretty dang cute. I do puppy love bowl. those as well, yeah. The puppy bowl, the turtle races. You ever seen that? No. There was a uh, bar in Southern California that I went to one night and they were having turtle races. They used to do those down in Houston too. Yeah. You yeah, ever go to one of those? Races. Yeah. And I remember walking in and being like, they have turtle races? How stupid. And then I was like... Wait a second. We can bet on this? We raced gold- <laughs> Tuesday nights, goldfish racing with, uh, I think it was like $3 pitchers in college. Uh, really? In Lexington? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that is hilarious. Uh, I just discovered something new, which I don't know if it's the greatest animal competition, but I am certainly surprised that we've never even heard of this before. What's that, Dave? It is a leaping llama competition. A, a leaping llama competition. Yeah. I mean, so we've seen... Llamas leap? As far as, like, jumping animal competitions... There's the dogs the, jumping into the pools. That's that's very, Love very that. impressive. Um, I don't... But I can't really think of, like, a lot more jumping competitions when it comes to animals. For dogs... Because there's no cat competitions. Because cats like, not, aren't going to participate. There's obviously horse jumping competitions. Sure, yeah. But, you know, dogs and horses, you think, fairly intelligent creatures. You can train them to do things. Uh-huh. Well, is that what the... Is that the animal used in the Christmas song? I'm trying to think of it. What is Seven That's, Llamas Leaping? No, it's Lords of Leaping. Lords of Leaping. But it'd be better if it was Seven Lords Llamas Leaping. Leap. Yeah. We need to change it because Lords don't exist anymore. And why were they ever leaping to begin with? So, <laughs> good question. Uh, so, the leaping llama competition, uh, one just broke the record. How high do you think that a leaping llama could I bet be? a llama could jump. I've seen those ju- those llamas, like some of those TikTok videos and Instagram reels of the llamas, like, just, like, running through fields, just, like, jumping happy with set to music. Yeah, but, like, llamas are fairly big creatures. Yeah, well, I mean, right? I would guess probably four feet. That is stunningly accurate. Really? Four feet, three inches. That is the new Guinness World Record. That's the height set of a 10-year-old. By- <laughs> it is, man. Be out here hopping over. Kids. I mean, that's, I mean, and they're not doing the Fallsbury flop either. They are, they are straight up. That's just like just vertical. So they they discovered this uh, by the name. The llama's name is Walter. Okay, which I yeah. love, Walter the llama. You guys want to see a picture? That's, I want to see Walt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, he he looks like he's seen some stuff in his day, man. He does. Yeah, but uh, Walter the uh, the llama was discovered to have a talent for jumping after the uh, the animal just straight up jumped out of his horse pen that has four inch or four foot six inch walls. So he hopped cleared over. it. He cleared it, which do llamas just jump basically straight up? I think so. Which is, again, like I said, they're not Fallsbury flopping. Can you imagine if you were able to just standing and then jump four feet in the air? Mm-hmm. That is such a creepy, weird thing. I mean, how high do you think you could jump right now? You, right now. Oh. 
maybe a foot. Yeah, maybe. I was going to say eight inches. Yeah. Eight inches? I mean, that's, that's huge. A, that's a lot. Eight inches I mean, a like a mile. Yeah, you know, you need <laughs> maybe half that for a good jump. I haven't jumped in years, and I'm not going to. You know, that's I one feel of my... Like if we wanted to put it to the test, I could take a picture of you jumping and then use my measuring app See, on but... my phone. I, I use the measuring app all of the time. Oh, do you really? I do. So I uh-huh. can, like, put... We can see how high your vertical really is if you'd like to see. No, uh, no, no. no. I, no. I, I'll just imagine that I can jump a foot and then a let's foot. not find out. You yeah. can totally jump more than a foot is what I'm getting at. No, I, I, yeah, because I like box jumps and stuff like that at the yeah, gym. Yeah, that's more than a foot. definitely more than a foot. I ain't doing any of that. You're out? I'm out. I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm in that, if I was in Walter's pen, that's where I live now. <laughs> You're staying there forever. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. You're in an elevator with your hero. You have 90 seconds to tell them about yourself. What do you say? Message we don't have to say anything because our heroes are our parents. Aww. Let me tell you a fun story about an elevator, you guys. Last year, we went to an event in Chicago called Morning Show Boot Camp, and it's this thing where a bunch of morning shows from around the country get together. It's a convention for radio people. Yeah. It's supposed to be guys just doing work. Yeah, but mostly and everyone just kind of gets together and gets get, drunk and, and hang out and socialize. And yeah, well, there's sure. like half and half. Yeah, there's there's work to be done, for sure. Yeah, um, there's, there are actual, a, like, things happening. There's, like, panels wise. and stuff. And, Speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah so, you guys anyway, get drunk. The, the conference <laughs> had wrapped up, and it was the day that we were leaving, which was Saturday morning. And we had all decided beforehand that we were going to ride to the airport together because we were on the same flight. Mm-hmm. And Mahoney is a nervous traveler. And so Mahoney loves to get to the airport, like, two hours early before a flight, which is totally unnecessary, in my opinion, Everyone here in a foreign city? A foreign city? Chicago? Yeah. It's not a foreign city. That's not my home foreign airport. City. <laughs> it's not my home airport. Also, you-, you have TSA pre-check, you have global access, all of that stuff. Like you don't you don't have to wait in the long and, lines. And clear. And clear. Oh, so but Audrey doesn't. I did not, and I was very hungover that day. Okay, this has nothing to do with Audrey. This has everything to do it has with has everything you to do with Audrey. And how nervous of a traveler you are. Thank so you. I get this kind of panicked call from Mahoney. Where are you? I'm like, I'm coming down right now. Relax. I was just, you know, gathering my last couple of things. Mm-hmm. I was actually waking up. And yeah, yeah, you, you were. were. No, no, I wasn't. No, yeah, you were, because I even called you, because I was in the middle of it. I was like, Dave, come on. Mahoney no, is I, so angry, and I'm so hungover. please get down We here. had a set time to meet. Audrey made it on time, even though that's the drunkest or the most hungover I've ever seen Audrey in my entire life. Last time I drank like that, literally. I've not drank like that since. We had we had another friend from another radio show who was also who's a who's a producer for another radio show was with us. She had made it down there at our seven thirty meet time. I wasn't there at seven thirty, but I was up. I had showered the whole bit, and it was like seven thirty five, and that's when these panicked calls start coming in. I'm like, I'm coming down right now. Relax. The Uber was there waiting. You ordered the Uber too soon also. Mm-hmm. You don't order the Uber until everyone's there. And I told you I'll be down in like five minutes, and I was. So I'm in the elevator, and I'm going down. And You're already el- half hour late at this point. I'm not half an hour late. You were. I'm 10 minutes behind schedule. 15, 20. No, no. 10 minutes, tops. Okay, 15. Okay. <laughs> so I'm coming. That com- extra five matters. I'm coming down the elevator, and the elevator actually stops, like suddenly jerks to a stop. 
and it's me with my luggage, and then there's his family, like a mom, a dad, and a young little girl. And this wasn't like it stopped on a floor. This is like it halted in between floors. Something's wrong. And there is something wrong. And so... Terrifying. Nobody wants to be on an elevator when it's doing that. It's pretty scary to the point where, like, the little girl starts crying, and her parents are like, oh, I'm sure it's going to be okay, and I'm, you know... Go to dad mode. I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, was this, the father this, in the elevator the, the, as well? Yeah, the father was so there too. So you were being a father to his children in this I, moment. I was just trying to reassure what they were already saying to their own kid. Like, yeah, they're right. Like, this this sometimes happens. Like, don't worry about it. We'll get it handled. And so I pushed the little call button. I'm like, yo, we stuck. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Where are you? And they, they fi- figure it out. But while they're sending help, I call Mahoney and Audrey to let them know of this horrifying situation that is unfolding. I could have be about ready to plummet to my death. You know how, many, how few elevator deaths there are a year in the United States? Well, I don't want to be the one. You wouldn't be the one. It probably would have been the four. They left me. I had no ability to think for myself in this moment. They left me <laughs> stranded in an elevator. Okay. And so let me, let me explain what happened at the end of this. So they actually had to come, like, a bunch of guys had to come and pry the doors open. Mm-hmm. And then the, the elevator was halfway between floors, so you had to, like, that's scary, too. Like, have to duck out. In Almost between. got chopped in half. I could have. Ah. And so, you know, the family's like, we're taking the stairs down. I'm like, I don't have time for this, you know. I, I, I got to go to the just next floor and take the elevator down again. <laughs> so I, I, I risked that. But just so you know how unnecessary it was for them to leave me because they abandoned me. I had to get my own Uber, no problem, whatever. I'm an adult. I can handle that sort of thing. When I arrived at the airport, I went through security, and then I went and said hello to a friend that I saw sitting at a bar having a drink that was also part of the convention, and then I went shopping for my kids to get them some little stuff to bring home, and then I went and I had a full meal. The mm-hmm. flight ended and up being delayed, The, the flight was not delayed. The, that's, the that's flight, a, that that you are just lying. That, that is a narrative that you, you are, keep saying, I'm no, not lying. You're making the flight, flight was delayed. It was the not flight delayed. was delayed, Dave, like 90 minutes. It was not delayed. It 100% was. So here's You're my such thing. A liar. You're mad at me and Audrey, of course, because I we you left you in an, air, in, in an in an elevator. Yeah, but us sitting down there and waiting for you would not change literally anything about that situation. Nothing we could do could help or expedite the situation. It would have made you a good friend. And had I missed my flight, like, why am I going to miss my flight if you're stuck in an elevator and I can do nothing? You're not going to miss your flight. That's the whole point. Had had the weather delay not happened. I waited till the very last minute. Pull it up. Pull up Flight Tracker. You are a liar. From from one year ago. What do you know? 2022. This is Dave and Mahoney. So something relatively interesting has happened with you, Mahoney, uh, because I didn't really expect it. You've become the points guy. Like, you got a new credit card, and now... You're doing, th- like, you're obsessing over it like you do everything when you get into something. I just like to learn, Dave. I'm always in a constant state mm. of bettering myself. And, you know, one of the things that I started doing is, uh, you know, we had a friend a couple years ago who got really into points and started traveling a lot and doing a lot of cool things. And I was like, yeah, you know, that seems like too much work. But the more I started to delve into it, here I am. I'm doing a, I've got like a three-card system that I run. They, they call it the Amex trifecta, and that's how I do all my... But here's the thing. Like, I'm buying stuff anyway, so I should probably get rewards. Okay, yeah. It's like, for me, I, I don't know if I'm just a stick in the mud about this, but I don't like rewards programs. I don't want to sign up for your whatever thing if it's going to get me a discount. Like, I've got... 
I've got too much other stuff that I'm thinking about in life where I don't want to have to have a specific little app for every little place that I go. And oh, I'm in I know some people now. love that stuff, dude. My, I'm so mad right now because the Chipotle app, which Dave, by the way, they're not giving points right now. Oh my god, because their system is down. And it has been down for several weeks. Oh my! So have you been stopping going to Chipotle as a result of this? No, nah, man. It's still it's like still order real still easy got, and just still got the hooks in you. Use the use <laughs> the drive through, but it's just I, I'm very upset that I haven't got my Chipotle points in like three weeks. Audrey, you a you a big points person or like sale gal? I am whenever it comes to certain things. Like I know that I'm going to be going to Starbucks, and I eventually want to be able to get the free cup. So I rack up my points so that I can eventually get the hilarious, it's a $20 cup. But it matters because I'm going to eventually get it for free. Is the Starbucks <laughs> cup like a status thing? Yeah. Because I know like kind those of. like Stanley little drink things are. I just like cups. Yeah. yeah. I feel okay. like that's, yeah. my wife loves the Starbucks cups. Yeah. She's got a whole bunch they, of those. And they have the, like cute colors and it's seasonal. So they're always changing. And I love the thing that I'll never, like my wife has so many points from Starbucks that I never have even had to pay for a cup coffee of coffee ever. ever. Yeah, which is, which, which is phenomenal. But yeah, I, no, to answer your question, it just depends. Dave, so, you, you're an Amex guy. Why aren't you using the Amex points? I, I just, again, like it, it's. Why don't you give them to me? It's one addition. I'm not going to give them to you. Why? You're if you're not using them, you why should, don't you give yours to me? So that because you're can, not I can going to use the good them. Life. I'll, I'll explain the good life to you. But if you're not going to use them, you should you actually. Know. I do use my Amex points for purchases on Amazon because you know how that. Don't do that. Why not? You're not get. You, you get. You can get like four times their value. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You yeah. only get like 0.8 cents per point. Okay. Well, that's good to know. But I, I did get a free pair of jeans the other day. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my wife is a, uh, a sucker when it comes to sales, though. That's her big thing. Okay. But Audrey, you recently had a bit of a a bit of a crisis when it came to a sale. So I was pulling a candle off of the shelf, and it was kind of like in the area of other things that were on sale, but it didn't have a sticker on it. Mm. So I walked up to the place and I was like, "Hey, like I don't know if this is on sale or not." Blah blah blah. Long story short, it wasn't, and I purchased it because I'm a coward. I didn't have the the ability to be like, "No, I don't want this anymore because it's not ten dollars." Like the rest of the things were over How there. How much was this thing end up costing? It was like twenty five, so it was like double the cost. Yeah, twenty five dollar candle. candle. That's what? what I'm saying. So I was just being a, a total coward. But it's funny to think about that somebody like walked over there, and I know we see this at the grocery store too. Just like abandoning items all throughout the grocery store, all throughout wherever you're at. Do you guys at. do that? No. Yeah. That's a dick move, man. No, it depends. See, as somebody that used to work at a grocery store, I'd never do that. Never. But my wife will do that. She'll be like just milling around and then she'll see something that's like a better deal and she's just like, bloop. Yeah, I do that. that thing down. Like, I what do. are you doing? I do. Hey, <laughs> if you ever need a divorce, that is grounds yeah, right that's there. That's grounds for divorce. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Those are irreconcilable yep. Everything else. Everything else is great, but that, unacceptable. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on David Mahoney. You know, everyone's out there looking for love in their own unique way, but it really has got to grind your gears, Mahoney, when you see somebody and you think that there could be a spark there and you don't shoot your shot in the moment. Instead, you, you walk away, you don't say what you should have said, and so you want more and you decide, you know what, I want an interaction with this person so badly, I'm going to take it to Craigslist. Dave, the nostalgia of Craigslist, and many years ago, you and I swore an oath as broadcasters that we would help these freaks fly their flags as high as they can. We put our hands on a stack of old penthouse form letters and said, yes, we will help find these pots, lids that fit. This first one is a woman for a man. Normally it goes the other way, but this is a woman for a man at Wiener Schnitzel, and that's what it's entitled. There's not a woman looking for a man at a Wiener Schnitzel anywhere in America. A 
around lunchtime, you were the construction foreman getting lunch for your crew. I was talking to you about the rain this year while I was waiting for my all-beef hot dog. I felt some <laughs> chemistry. Hit me up if you see this. This is so not true. I mean, also, <laughs> man, if you've got the intestinal fortitude to eat lunch while doing construction at a wiener schnitzel. I my my my, my, my rectum is jealous. <laughs> my hard hat is off. To I me. do not have that kind of rectal integrity. Uh, this next one is an interesting way to uh, to title it: plus size lady at Kroger. Okay, this is a uh, man for one. You were the nice lady that politely almost ran over my heel shopping for orange juice. You had on a gray sweater and black leggings. I'm your tall chocolate guy. If you <sighs> flat tire somebody in a Kroger or a grocery store or God forbid. Costco, you should be able to fist fight them, consequence free on the spot. You wanted a kiss, though. You said you almost ran me oh, over. But I that's why kiss. almost. I mean, have you ever been flat tired by a grocery cart? Oh, sure. it's, it's the worst. So it, interesting though that I mean, he he titles the article "Plus Size Lady at Kroger" when in it he also he has descriptors as nice and polite. So I don't know. It just seems like an odd way to start things out with physical and then move to your yeah yeah, yeah. sticks. Pick a lane, buddy. This is a man for a woman. You got into an accident, and I saved you is the headline here. Your name was Angela, and you got into a car accident. I saved you from jail. My name is Brandon. <laughs> oh, nothing else? Just want to say what up? Hey, man, like, he he, he saved he saved the day is what he's saying. Kept I mean, her out you of just jail. wanted to flex on Craigslist? Uh, I, 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 I nothing guess. more? Like, hey, man, I saved someone? What up? That's it. That's all. Yeah. The, there's no, like, hey, reach back out to me. Like, I thought that you were interesting and... And very attractive in this moment. Also, like what, kind of that. Of, what kind of bootleg-ass superhero? Your superpower is saving crackheads from jail? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, and the final one here is entitled Roller Derby? Question mark. This is a man for multiple women, I believe. I say about 12 to 15 of the most intriguing people on Tuesday night. I saw all of you at the Roller Derby. This group exudes confidence and brutal, beautiful athleticism Ew. as a team. I couldn't take my eyes off of them. I thought they were a rugby team or models or something until what? I saw all of you had roller skates. Sheesh. I wish I knew how to skate. This, this guy wants his nuts ran over. I was exactly 100% going to say the same thing. <laughs> Every last one of you, all 15 of you line up. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. So this guy had a knack for stealing really weird things. The cops in St. Petersburg said they got a tip, and so they went to this guy's house. His name is Joshua. Uh, once inside the house, they found. Why'd you try oh, to make that name sound so foul? His name is Joshua. It just doesn't seem like the name that would be attached to somebody who is stealing really weird things. Okay. Like Josh. Josh, sure, but Joshua. Joshy. What about a Joshy? Joshy. Joshy is trouble, <laughs> for sure, but he's got the good weed. Uh, so <laughs> for sure. They went to his house and they found a pretty unusual case. Uh, they found two very rare tortoises that were stolen from a zoo in St. Augustine, which one of them was uh, unfortunately found dead in the house. Both were oh. microchipped. Uh, also, seven other tortoises. Unclear if those were stolen because there were no microchips. He's also accused of stealing rare books from two bookstores. So he's got a thing for stealing, not just stealing, only turtles and books? Turtles, books, and they did find one comic book that was worth thousands of dollars that he'd also stolen from Orlando. What a bizarre man. But first off, like St. <laughs> Petersburg Zoo, why, 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 why are you putting your tortoises 
in harm's way, you got to have security out there. Well, you want like an armed, armed. guard at all times protecting the tortoises? There yep. are already many tanks, man. How much do you throw, want? Throw 50 cal on top of them. We'll see what happens. Interestingly, uh, Joshua is married to a corrections officer, and he actually has a history of stealing rare books. He's done it before, actually served prison time in the past. Is she that- thought she could fix him. She sure did. Or is that where they met? <laughs> oh, that interesting twist. Oh, again, she thought she could fix him. So this is strange. A woman in a pink dress stole a tractor, and then it got weirder. So a woman who is wearing a pink dress is accused of carrying out a series of odd thefts in a rural Florida community, one of which included stealing someone's $120,000 John Deere tractor. The 46-year-old wanted the tractor as to why, we don't really know. Detectives note that it was not really taken for any particular reason. She just stole it. She didn't Um, go start randomly farming? No. The other things that she had stolen were bed sheets, blue jeans, toiletries, Camouflage wading boots, several packages of frozen venison, and a bottle of wine. No, man, she's writing a country song. (laughs) That is everything that you need in order to make a country music video. The pink dress matters in this story. She went out and started just stealing a bunch of stuff, and she's going to end up writing a hit. She's going to be number one on the country charts any day now. She's accused of sleeping in one of the victim's beds, like what are you, Goldilocks? The cops also found a knife with a five inch blade, other people's credit and debit cards, social security cards, a driver's license, a dental plan card. And uh, she's facing 35 felonies as a result of this. I mean, that's a lot of felonies, Dave. Last but not least, um, you don't like to be surprised by anything in the toilet. Um, On either end, really. You yeah. Want to, you no, don't want to be surprised by what you put into the toilet, and you don't want to find anything in the toilet and be surprised by Traditionally, your most vulnerable state at any given day, on any given day is when you are in the restroom. Sure. John Riddle, 58 years old, said he went to the bathroom and he was about to sit down on the toilet when all of a sudden he heard a hiss. And he looked down and there was a large hissing iguana in Ew. his toilet with its mouth open. Like, well, you drop those berries down. We know it rhymes with hiss. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's It's Cover cover Your your Ears. Dave and Mahoney. All right, Dan, the contestant is ready to go and cover your ears. 30 seconds on the clock for this first one. Good luck to you. It's actually fairly popular. It's got 21,000 views on YouTube. Good luck. Never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. No, it's easy to pretend. No, you're not a fool. Should have known better than to cheat a friend. Waste a chance that I've been given So I'm never gonna dance again The way I dance with you Yeah, that's 30 seconds right there. That makes me feel uneasy. (laughs) I was just trying to tune him out and pretend like I was actually listening to the song. (laughs) Dan, you do have a couple of lifelines if you need them. You can tag Mahoney and Audrey in each one time. But do you know it on your own or do you need some help? Uh, Yeah, that's Careless Whisper by Wham. Yeah. Close enough. George Michael. Which is wham. Yeah. Okay. One part. 21,000 views on that one. You got a full point. Well done. Here Not we go. nearly enough. Here we go on to number two.
about that right there. Uh, that's if you had all of the angst of that particular oh. lead singer uh, and none of the talent. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it smells like teen spirit, Nirvana. There you go, yeah. That was so bad. And we know that it is tough to scream and sound good. I could not stand that. That was probably the worst thing I've ever that heard. That was the take. He's like, this is the one. This he is the one. That. I'm going to upload this. Upload and it, it probably took about an hour how to many, upload. How many views, Dave? 71. Okay. And I bet that that was all him on different computers at the public library. <laughs> <laughs> well, proud to be the 72nd view. All right. Here we go on to number three. This one, our least popular one of the day. It's only got 10 views, believe it or not. Two full points already, Dan. You're doing great. Here we go. All right, that's 30 seconds. Do you know it on your own? Yeah, that's uh, Let the Good Times Roll by the Cars. I mean, Dan, you're crushing this, man. Three for three, all full points, not a single lifeline used. You can win it right here if you get this one correct. And this one a bit more popular than that last one. 289 views on this one. That's 30 seconds. Was that, like a, was that like a community theater? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it felt it. like yeah, it yeah. sure did. All right, Dan, for the win, do you know it? Sure. Uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Dude, you crushed it, brother. <laughs> Great job. That was awesome. Congratulations, man. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening today. All right. Thank you, guys. This is Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, this is a pretty cool thing. Your dad is also in the radio business, so uh, the reason why you've been able to be so successful in your career has nothing to do with your talent or your ability. You're strictly a Nepo baby. Are you calling me a nepotism baby? That's exactly Dave what Farrah? I am. Yeah. Interesting. No. <laughs> Interesting how you have called me that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. no, it's actually quite the opposite. Like, your dad didn't do anything to help you out in your career because he wanted you to earn it. But you've loved radio ever since you were a little kid, uh, and you've been around... Like, our current boss at this radio station has known you since you were a toddler because him and your dad used to work together. Correct. But you and your dad, like, have a great relationship with you as an adult now. Uh, But him still being in the radio business, you guys are doing things that kind of seem... Like, I can't imagine doing this sort of stuff with my parents. Mm -hmm. Tell us what's going on. So, I recently... So I get like an earworm for for things, and I don't know if you're like this, but for about honestly like eight months, I was a huge jazz kick. Could not stop listening to jazz. Like whenever it is in me, I just like I need to know everything about it. I want to listen to it. I want to learn about it. That's you're just like how I exist. Going to jazz clubs. Yeah and, yeah, and maybe that has something to do with how I grew up around music. Where I mean, I was definitely the emo MySpace kid. Like I wanted to find out everything there was about 
emo music and that's all I listened to for, you know, like a year and a half because that's about how long that lasted. And uh, and then kind of move on. No, and then emo it was, is forever. Emo is forever. Got a tatted <laughs> on me, man. <laughs> it was not a phase. So but then I moved into the alt world and, you know, the rock world, the, the stepdad rock is what they're calling it now or whatever it is, divorced dad rock. And, divorced dad you rock, know, yeah. all of that. And, you know, I move into genres and I continue to move forward. And yes, I still learn about things as I progress, but... You know, I feel like as a millennial, you were so tested on whether or not you knew everything about, you know, everything and or else you just weren't a true fan. So with that, recently, I have now gone into 80s music. I am like in it for tears for fears. Like I am in it. Everyone wants to rule the world has been on my on loop. It's kind of gross. I'm not kidding. Whenever I say I probably am listening to that song, maybe about like. 12 times on repeat whenever I immediately get home. You listen to it 12 times back to back to back to back to back. I mean, that's one of the, as far it's an as earworm. like. Yeah, it's one of those songs that just anytime you hear it, for at least for me, I, the I, intro? Don't, I never turn. But see, I have an association with that song because I watched the Dennis Miller live show on HBO. Do you remember that? That was his intro oh, yeah. for yep. the Dennis Miller show on HBO That's way right. back when. Yeah, I forgot about so that. So I'm in a huge Tears for Fears thing and I was telling my dad about it uh, and I actually told my mom about it as well uh, this past weekend. And I was like, I can't stop listening. I don't know what it is, but I'm kind of feeling like this nostalgia for my, what my parents grew up in because my mom was a huge pop girl. My uh, her, my uncle was huge in alternative. He tried to des- dress like the guys for Tears for Fears. My dad was in radio at the time and he was like, oh, I have a really good, you know, I have a really fond memory of being in this industry while playing that music. So, you know, I was kind of holding as I'm listening to it, I'm trying to imagine them being, and, and why am I getting emotional while I'm talking about this? But I'm kind of trying to imagine them listening to this music. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. Um, as I'm digesting it for, for the first time from that standpoint, because I've heard that, that song and that band forever. I'm 31. Yeah. Like, I've heard it through my entire life in some capacity. But that's going to be a really exciting moment for your dad, too, because you're coming to him with a band that was from his era. Right. Right? And he has memories that have been formed around this music, and now you're so into it. And like, can't that's stop. A, that's a full circle moment. So he hit me up the other day and was like, my dad's Southern. And he goes, baby. <laughs> Like, do you want to go to see Tears for Fears in concert? And I was like, uh, yeah, I need to see if I can get off work, but uh, because it's Thursday, but it's in Seattle, that's where he lives. And I was like, that'd be such a cool, fun moment because throughout my whole life, we've gone to so many concerts that I've wanted to. Like, I've took it, he's taken me to NSYNC and Britney Spears and, you know, the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and, all that teeny bopper stuff, sure. all of the, the stuff Did that, all the dad stuff. The dad yeah. stuff yeah. that you want to do. And I've never seen the things that he was super interested in because we've never really lived near each other also. My parents separated whenever I was three. So, you know, he's always kind of been far away from me. So I've never really gotten to do the things that he loves. And so now that we can kind of come together and do that, I am so that excited. That is no, truly a beautiful full I'm circle so moment. I'm so excited. And no, you can't have off work. No! You're listening to Dave and Mahomes. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. It's curious why you guys always start out with the bad news for the day instead of not start out with the good news for once. Thank you. Bye. Message deleted. Somebody right every day uh, we start the show with some good news and some bad news, and Mahoney always goes with the bad news, but I'm a bad news first 
type of guy in general. Like, don't give me good news and then ruin it with the bad news. Yeah, you could at least maybe sort of, like, save some of the bad news. Like, you could bring us back up a little bit with some good news after the bad news. Especially if the good news is much better than the bad news. It, it totally, you know, you forget about the bad news. But somebody pointed this out to me the other day in our chat, and I never really thought about this before. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. They said that the news is the only time you'll turn on TV and they'll say good morning and then proceed to give you a hundred reasons why it's not, it's a, not, good not a good morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very, very accurate. Please leave a message after the tone. Before the invention of the light bulb, people slept an average of about 10 hours a night. Now, you know, we need that back. Message deleted. That's right. Abolish all light bulbs. Um, I know a couple people, Dave, and so do you, who don't use lights at night. I know people that don't, don't use lights. They only use candlelight, or they don't. They I don't even know if they use candlelight. They just like, go to bed when it gets dark. They go to bed. They they their like uh, rhythm is with the sunrise and the sunset. They don't use electronics at night. Yeah. And they're are are they happy? I think so. Are well, they really but, weird? But that that has you, some scientific value to it, though. One of our, I mean, like, I mean, if I'm just gonna be real, it's like one of our super hot model friends. Okay. Her and her husband. They don't use lights. At night, no. Well, because it messes with your sleep patterns. What are the circadian rhythm or whatever that is? The phones are one of the worst things that you could do, or TVs, one of the worst things that you could do before bed. I know, but what are you supposed to do before bed if you don't you just go to bed if you're on your phone? Whenever the sun goes down. Anyone that has the ability to do that, raise their hand. They do. But they I've been watching following this for years. I think they're like on year number two. It started during COVID and they continue to do it. I actually don't mind it. I go to bed pretty early when I'm with my wife. When I'm left to my own devices, things are kind of off the rails. I bet they talk (laughs) so much. Gross. Like kiss. Yeah. (laughs) You love each other. Married. Bonus. uh, I mean, the lights are off if sexy time's happening. Yeah. (laughs) You don't got to look at this. That does help, yeah. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast, fast food, food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Mahoney, you have an excellent point about when people are hangry, it really brings out sometimes the worst side in them. I mean, you take hanger, you add in patience, and you add in just people sometimes who just don't give a damn, and we get some of the craziest scenes we've ever seen happening at these fast food... Uh, restaurants across America, Dave. Forrest is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts. I've got some great news for you, Forrest. Mahoney is the world's leading fast food forensic expert. That's amazing. Forrest, I have been to no less than 38,000 McDonald's in person here in the continental United States in the last two years. Not nearly that many McDonald's. All right, Forrest, we'll give you the setup. We'll give you multiple choice after that. You got to get two out of the three to win today, and Mahoney and Audrey are trying to help you out. Here's the first one. This is a uh, cashier refusing to give a woman an extra sauce until they threw it at the customer and then it exploded. So things rather heated. I need extra sauce. You're in, you're, you're, the, you're in front of the store, right? So where's the sign to indicate that? Where's the sign to indicate there is? Not only one sauce you can get, give me another sauce. You didn't give her the sauce. I gave you one for free. No, what do you mean you gave it to me for free? I just bought food online. Just give her the sauce. All right, so is that A, a Popeye's, B, a Jack in the Box, C, Carl's Jr.? 
I think it's not Ooh. Carl's Jr. I think we could eliminate Carl's uh, Jr. because what sauces do they have at Carl's Jr.? Well, well, well. I've I've worked at a Jack in the Box and at Carl's Jr. and they don't make you pay for sauce. They give it to you like handfuls at a time. We oh, have an expert. We a have an guy insider. Who's been have to on say, the inside. Popeyes. Popeyes is correct. Popeyes. Yeah, dude, Mahoney, you might have met your match. You oh, might need to let this man yeah. drive. I, I got goosebumps. You see I've that? Worked, I've worked. I've worked in fast food restaurants. Uh, for like multiple years at a time. Forrest, you, you, you were built for this game. And I'm not kidding. I can see Mahoney. He actually goosebumps. has goosebumps. I'm not making that up. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I am in awe. That is amazing. All right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He really does. He still has them. Yeah. <laughs> you have turned Dude, something on sense, him. That's a sense, man. Yeah. It's, we, maybe it's when you encounter something special, Diff. Here we go on to number two. This is a woman who was asked to confirm the items on her order at the drive-thru window and then started throwing a fit. My food wasn't even made and then I get attitude from her when I say I want my money back. But she had no idea what the food even was. She's uh, 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 and then you slab. I'm going to throw this at you. No. Shut your f***ing mouth. You're the, you are the rudest person I have ever dealt with. Is that A, a Panda Express, B, an In-N-Out, or C, a McDonald's? Forrest, what do you think? Ooh. Well, so a lot of people, at In-N-Out's a really simple menu if you think about it, so it's really hard to mess that up on a menu at In-N-Out. And Panda Express, that they didn't have to be Panda Express or a McDonald's, but I could definitely see that at a McDonald's. I mean, somebody not getting your order right, too much talking over the intercom, and then somebody just getting mad that you missed and a McDouble let's or throw something this, and throwing food at it. Let's let's add this factor in for us because I, you you were dead on about In and Out, Panda Express. I'd say the amount of Panda Expresses with drive-throughs are much much oh, much yes, that smaller. Is that is that is very true. So I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to say McDonald's at that point. To be yeah, honest. man. Forrest, yeah. I love you, dude, and Forrest. I don't even know you. So, Forrest, you, you've already won, but let's let's see if we can go three for three because I just, I want Oh, yeah, more. let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So the employees really don't get paid enough to argue in the store over politics, but that's what's going down here. Let's have a listen. I'm really scared of you. You're hey, baby. Hey, it's okay. Okay, because you've been real disrespectful, and I've tried to work with you. I just want my receipt to show my money's back. Like I said, I don't have I tried to explain to you policy, and you got rude with me. So you have no receipt to give me? I cannot give you the refund receipt. I have to send that to my... Where's my proof that I have a refund? Okay, so is that A, a Panera, B, a Taco Bell, C, a Chick-fil-A? I think this is a Taco Bell. Yeah, I was going to say Taco Bell because Chick-fil-A, once again, really friendly place. If they want to give you a refund, they'll give you a refund. And Panera's the same way. They're a higher corporation. They're not as, like fast foodie, so they, they work with the customers too. I could definitely see that being a Taco Bell. You guys. It's the beep they gave it away at the it, very beginning for me. Oh, you guys. Th- we found the Oracle. This is Mahoney's Young Padawan. This is like when Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan t- came together and formed the superpowers. Now We're kiss. unstoppable forest. Now kiss. Dude, the, the, the amount of pride that Mahoney has on his face is more pride than he would have. Like he taught him everything he knows? No, no it's like his son has just accomplished his career. Yeah, won the Super Bowl. That is amazing. Well done, Forrest. Congratulations. You crushed it today. Thank you very much, guys. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you are just a very interesting young lady. You do things that I would never do. And I think that there's a lot of girls that are around your age that do these sort of things. So I don't think it's like strange that you do it. But you told us that you went to go get tea the other day. And I don't think that I've ever in my adult life gone to get tea. Yeah, but you've gotten... 
coffee. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. I go get, get coffee all the time. But you were like, was it a tea shop that you went to? No, so it's actually a grocery store that is pretty well-known, I guess, for these teas. And it's really funny because I was getting my nails done and I saw a gaggle of, like, young girls with this awesome-looking drink. And I'm a, I'm a person who likes a sweet drink. I like a sweet treat every once in a while, like a juice or whatever. So I was like, oh, that looks really tasty. And I got, like, really excited, figured out, found out that it is from this grocery store. I walk in, was so excited to get this tea, and there's no menu. There's no anything. You're just supposed to kind of like be in the know of Is this what like the soup Nazi offered? situation? Like you need to know exactly what to do, what to order, and what's on the menu. And if you don't yes. know, you're not, you don't, you just, you're out of luck. Yes, Mahoney. Just like that. I did not know whenever I walked up that you're supposed to get like a butcher's number or whatever those are called. Like just like a, like yeah. a, a, a number. number. Yeah. Take a number. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm sitting there waiting in line. Da, 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 da. And everyone's kind of going in front of me and I start noticing. And I'm like, oh, they're all grabbing numbers. So I walked over there, grabbed a number. And then by the time I made my way up to the area where I could kind of figure out what I wanted, if there was a menu, which there just wasn't a menu, I had to look over at the girl next to me and be like, hey, I have no clue what I'm doing. Can you kind of give me a rundown? Of- Wouldn't it have been great if she was like, <laughs> I mean, she certainly could have, but it, it actually kind of created a climate of conversation. People in front of me started talking about their favorite teas. This chick behind me started talking about her favorite teas. I, like, we all were having a tea scussion here. What, 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 a tea scussion. <laughs> was, was, was there any dudes at all, or was this all chicks? All girls. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's uh, it's funny. I've never thought of it. Like, you know, maybe this is a pro tip for Chris, our producer, who's, you know, he's a single guy. Uh, just hang out at tea shops. Like, you're shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. See, I think this—you missed a perfect opportunity to turn to the girl next to you and go, "Why don't you spill the tea on the tea?" Tell me the tea. Well, yeah. I, I think I might have been dorky and absolutely used that reference, but I was like, "Hey, can you please give me the tea on this?" But there give me the was tea on the, tea. the guy. Whenever I finally Do you made have it to up wear to like the, dresses and like the little fancy this hats. This is a grocery store. It's not no. a high tea such such no, situation. It's not. No, it was very ca- casual. Uh huh. Um, but by the time I made it up to the register, and I don't know how you guys would have handled this situation, but I was like, hey, like, again, I'm new here. This is my first time in this situation. Can you tell me how to go about ordering? And what flavors do you have? And he was like, yeah, we have all of these. And just like vaguely waved his hand to 100 bottles of flavor that were way far away that I could not even read the font of any of the flavors. So I just kind of like... Hoped they had mango. Hoped they had black tea. Were you just happy smashed with, them together. Were you happy with the drink that you got? Oh, man, I hated it. Did you really? <laughs> I was so mad. I was What'd like, you pay for this thing? Uh, I think it was like six bucks, but it was for uh, a large size uh-huh. like, tea. Well, uh, Audrey, I also have some tea rama. Um, last time that I went to McDonald's, just a little drive through action, I asked for an unsweetened tea, and they gave me a sweet tea. And their tea is so sweet. And I hated it. Of you hated you sweet did. tea? Yeah, you there's, un-American there's, you want, son of a if bitch. If you want unsweet tea and they give you sweet tea, it's it's like drinking syrup, man. It is, man. Their tea is like sugar bugs. They got the best tea. sweet tea on the market. you got to do half and half when you go there because it is extra sweet. PTSD. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Go around and tell us one interesting fact about yourself. 
Message deleted. <laughs> Shut up. No, I love this. <laughs> Dave. this I, hate, is, like, I hate, like, at a new school, new job. There's no way, nothing interesting about any of Mahoney, us. Mahoney, your wife is a principal, and this is the leading question for every teacher across the nation. She doesn't do that, though. Because she is a principal. No, she hates doing that. Like, she's like, nobody wants to be put on the spot. Like, maybe if you gave me, like, 10 minutes to, like, write something out. But even you then, You can't like, think of one interesting thing about you? Anytime we had, Dave, we've been doing radio for 20 years, and we have a, you know, a bio, and- like, you know how hard it was to write a bio? Not hard at all. I love myself. It took, it took me like 10 times, and then I had to like go to chat GPT to write <laughs> I, some I, other I stuff. I loved writing Hi, that. I'm Dave. One interesting thing about me is one time I pooped my pants on a golf course. Mahoney? I got nothing. Mahoney's because got nothing. Mahoney's right. interesting fact is that he is so adverse to everything in this life. Yes, he hates everything. <laughs> Literally everything. Audrey, what about you? One interesting thing about me is that I also have pooped myself on a golf course. No, I don't know. I I, See? I just kind of panicked. I was too busy thinking about you and how you hate every. <laughs> I don't hate everything. I can make a clover with my tongue. Well, that's the first thing. I used to be able to lick my elbow. Jeez, you must I can have been say popular my ABCs backwards really fast. Is, that's true. So let me that's, ask you this about the elbow licking thing. Is that because you are extremely flexible with your arms or you have an abnormally long Gene Simmons tongue. I have a long tongue mixed with a long neck mixed with the ability to like move my shoulder back too far. My neck is really way long. if you said I have a really long neck and a really long tongue, that would be one very interesting thing about you. I'm trying to lick my elbow right now. I can't even get close. I'm going to pull something if I try. You can still do it. Oh my God. Ah, that stretched my neck muscle. That my my doctor seriously told me to stop doing that. <laughs> Why your doctor even knew you could do that to begin with? <laughs> because my mom was in the, the room with me at the time, and she was like, is she supposed to be able to do this? Like, I think my mom thought it was, like, odd that I had the abilities to do this. And he was like, you're going to tear your rotator cuff. You need to stop. Sky said in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, said, fun fact, Audrey is a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no. People used to call me Audrey the Ostrich. Oh, they did. Audrey the Ostrich is so cute. It rhymes. Please leave a message after the tone. What, in your opinion, is the least cool instrument to play? I don't know why, but I always thought the bass guitar was kind of boring. Also, you know the majority of bass players really wanted to play the guitar, but had to settle for the bass. Message deleted. Dude. Man, it's real hard to look cool playing a flute. Any instrument that anybody plays is cool as hell. It's just whatever kind of swagger you got. Anybody, it doesn't matter. You know what? That's a great point because I just said flute and I, I stand by that. I think it's hard to look cool playing flute. But then we had a guy that used to be a friend of the show and he would come in from time to time. And like on the 4th of July, he would bring his flute and play the Star Spangled Banner. He was a flautist. Yes. And he he had a swagger about him. You're exactly yeah, right. Yeah, man. It's having swagger. And also, how dare you come for the bass? Like think of guys like Getty Lee, Flea. Les Claypool. I mean, who are some of the greatest musicians who all have mad swag? Please leave a message after the tone. Do you guys ever get caught up in hazing when you were leaving junior high school, entering high school as a brand new freshman? We knew it was going on in our neighborhood. The seniors from high school would ride around and try to catch the incoming freshmen and maybe paddle them or give them a hard time. So we hightailed at home as fast as we could on our bicycles. You ain't catching me. Message deleted. That, that concept is so bizarre to me because I remember whenever I, so I graduated from high school in 2009. You're a child. And I am. I, I mean, in comparison to others in you, the room. You didn't get to. Uh, <laughs> I graduated in 2000. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 
but whenever I was going to school, where I was going with this is that there was the idea that we were going to get dumped into garbage cans. <laughs> like once we, because that's what Disney Channel taught us, yeah, right? It's like, yeah. oh my God, the first day of school, we're going to get put in a trash can. Like, yeah, you know, we're going to get a swirly. It, yeah. And that just never, ever, I mean, ever happened. I knew, I knew a couple couple of my friends got thrown in trash cans. by. But do you ever, what? have you ever met anyone, because this was something that all of us feared, have you ever known anyone who got a swirly? Or got a massive wedgie over their head? I mean, Dave did give me a massive wedgie. That's because you were trying to rear naked choke me out when you were drunk as hell, and I gave you a massive wedgie, and Dave, I pulled, pulled it over his head. that was just a hug from behind. That's how it was. <laughs> Stop that. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So an interesting confession from Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know if this is him just pandering to his new home team and the market there, uh, but they were talking to him when he was at a press conference. Obviously, he's playing for the Jets this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Their stadium's in New Jersey. And I don't know how it came up in the press conference, but they started talking about Jersey Shore. And I guess Aaron Rodgers is a huge Jersey Shore fan. That does not surprise me in the least bit. He called himself a super fan of Jersey Shore. That doesn't surprise you? Like Aaron Rodgers, It does me a little bit. Aaron Rodgers strikes me as the type that would view himself to be too intelligent yes. to enjoy something. I mean, like but, he he's Jeopardy. Of the, but he's yes. of the age when that show was, you know, when it debuted on MTV. It was the stupidest and most ridiculous, but one of the most popular things in the world at that time. True. He called it one of the greatest shows ever, and I think that is really really a stretch. Well, have you gone back, though, and seen any, even just like a clip? Like, not even a whole episode. It is really, there's a reason why it was so popular. The drama, you just can't even believe that, like, the gin tan laundry thing that came about it, them just yeah. being blackout drunk on the shore. It's actually really Knowing entertaining. That Mike has gone to prison for tax evasion. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's really wow. entertaining. So, I mean, I get it from that standpoint, but you're right, Dave. I don't think anybody's like tapping in for anything other than mindless watching. Was that the last Last great MTV show. Had to have been, because I mean, now fo- all we have is ridiculousness. Yeah. I think Team Mom came after that. About the same time, yeah. But yeah. I think, uh, you know. Team Mom I never got into. I'm though. with you, but I think it's, you know, the evolution of what the real world was into Jersey Shore. Yeah, man, it was that was a time. I mean, I remember how invested I used to get into... The real world, you know, like with those characters. Oh, and I, the first Rogals. like five seasons of yeah. those, I knew everybody. Every single one of them. And it made people superstars. I mean, I remember that I was working in um, at a club back in the day called Banana Joe's. Uh-huh. Nice. And what they would do is they would bring in celebrities in order to make appearances at this club. And I don't know what they would pay the celebrities. My guess is like probably a couple thousand dollars sure. type of thing. Uh, but they would show up and it'd be like, come to college night with blank celebrity and it, some of those people from the real world and road rules were on the circuit. Was so it like Cha- what was her name? Like Chastel or something? I remember, oh, what was her name? Oh, meeting Trishel from, from, from the real world Las Vegas. Yeah. Man, it blows <laughs> me away because how many people from that show, Tom Segura's wife you know, Christy. Christ, Christina P. was on, I believe, season two of Road Rules. Oh, and really? Theo Vaughn, yeah. too. Theo, Theo, Vaughn, Theo, Theo was it. on there, Theo and I was watching, uh, you know, a sports show the other day, and I'm like, I'm seeing this, like, square jaw, blonde hair, blue eye guy, you know, just, I'm like, who is this dude? I know I've seen him somewhere before, and like, how do I, how do I know him? But I know I don't know him from, like, the sports world, and it was Kyle 
Brandt from the uh, Chicago season of Real World. He's a sports commentator now. Well, and look at look at Miz. Like he's turned into a huge star I mean, in the wrestling true. world. Yeah, and he wanted that was his whole thing. Is like he always wanted, wanted to, be to be a wrestler. wrestler. And sure enough, that was like the springboard. And he's got arguably man. one of the best careers right now. Manifested it, man. Yeah. So. Miz was on there. Oh yeah, yeah. he was Mike. Yeah. You're kidding me. No. See, I, and then you're still unlo- you're unveiling things to me that I just didn't even know. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, so the Miz, like his whole thing is like he was kind of this, you know, jock, but like good-natured, kind of yeah. funny, you know, drunk frat bro. And, no way. And 100%. He, his whole thing is like he always pretended when he would get drunk to, to be wrestle. a WWE wrestler and be jumping off stuff. But he had a great, charming personality. And then sure enough, he ended up becoming a huge actual wrestling star. And, I mean, that's one of the few things that you can kind of just be grandfathered into, right? It's like, oh, I want to be a pro football player. Like, either you have it or you don't, yeah. right? But wrestling, if you put in the work and you have enough athleticism. You can get there. Yeah, absolutely. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So this is just about the most appropriate celebrity thing that I've ever seen. Uh, Adam Driver. We're all big fans of Adam Driver, right? Love him. Huge fan of his abs. He is a really weird-looking, super handsome guy. He is unconventionally handsome. Yeah. And uh, super fed. I mean, he's a former Marine. No, he is a Marine. He's still a Marine? Oh, that's right. That's, I, I hate that I just Marine. did that. You're always I'm a Marine. so sorry. Thank you, you for know, always being Coming from a military you. family, you should know I should have. I, I messed yeah. up. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 One for every ab. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got eight somehow. Uh, but Adam Driver just got named as an Indianapolis 500 driver. So he is going to be the honorary starter for the 2023 Indianapolis 500. Dude, I wish those guys would just, like, drive like crazy, though. Yeah, just, just like, burning just, out. Yeah. Crashing into some of the other cars. Uh, Adam Driver, 39 years old, uh, an actor and Marine, will be the honorary starter, waving the green flag at the Indy 500. Um, and he's, you know, obviously known for some of his bigger roles, but I didn't know that Adam Driver was into the Indianapolis NASCAR? 500. Oh, yeah. it's not NASCAR. It's IndyCar. Yeah. I mean, Indy, you ever been to an IndyCar race? I prefer I, I prefer IndyCar over NASCAR. Mostly just because it's so much less loud. It is not nearly as loud. They they are a bit more manageable. But I also like when they like have them winding through the streets yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's that's a pretty cool look. Yeah. Like you see some of the F one races that have been going on, like Miami and Austin, all that stuff. You're like these guys do it. Big. There's a reason why it's becoming. You know, it's already been a global sport. You know, it's becoming more popular than ever here in America. You know, we just like things that are. Cool and go fast. That, I mean, that is that is pretty damn American. So they have Adam Driver as the honorary starter, and then Jewel is going to be performing the national anthem. J- hey, Jewel can <laughs> sing. No, she can sing. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm a, I, that's not who I would have expected, but all right. Yeah, I just I wouldn't expect that you'd have Jewel doing the national anthem. Not at all. That seems more that's... like Uncle Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Hinder. Nah, man, that's a truck series. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So Paramount Plus is going to be raising prices. Great news for all of us. Uh, They can expect the higher prices this summer as the company announced the prices will increase when the merger with Showtime is complete, and that's happening on June 27th. All of this is so exhausting. It's never going to end, literally. We're just going to get back to cable prices. Everybody's like, what if we just took all the streaming services and combined them for one price? For one low price, and then you got a discount for all of them. That's where we're going. That's where we were with cable for literally 40 years. Mm -hmm. But they're saying that the price will go up a dollar to $5.99 if you have ads. And uh, with Showtime, it's $2 a month. 
$11.99 for the premium plan that includes the Showtime. So the immediate plan, which offered Paramount Plus content and ad-free streaming without Showtime, that's not going to be offered anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just we're just at the point now where it's like every year all these streaming services are just going up, man. Also, like, guys, like, pick a lane here. It's like Paramount Plus is going to be rebranded as Paramount Plus with Showtime. Like That's how I feel about Max. The Max is a dumb, such a did, dumb. It, did it reset for you already? Not yet. It did for house. me last night. And as I was going through, I was like, oh, I love that this just auto went back to my ex-husband's account. <laughs> Oh, it did? Yeah, sure did. Are you I was tell like, him? oh my gosh. No, I didn't. I just turned it off. I mean, I just ah. I went back to my account. But yeah. it's crazy how it how it remembered that from forever ago. Uh, bitch, yeah. don't remind me. Yeah, what the heck? It's yeah, like, that's that chapter's your, supposed to be closed. What's your new dumb name? I, I was like, oh, so you still watching this dumb sh no <laughs> <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What is the best bourbon, do you think, to make a mixed drink? Message deleted. I mean, Mahoney, I'm going to defer to you on this one. Um, I have a, a whiskey that I really like that we both really like, but it's not specifically a bourbon. But what, what do you think is the best bourbon to mix? I mean, for me, never mix super high-end stuff ever. That's right. just a waste of it. But also, don't chase super high-end bourbon to begin with either. I will recommend, as somebody who's bought, you know, probably 300 bottles of bourbon in my life of different brands, it's never worth chasing it, spending too much. What I would recommend... For mixing is just straight up Woodford. Woodford is just good. Woodford yeah. oaked <laughs> is is a is a, fun, so, is a phenomenal mixer. Which is so funny because being from Kentucky, like going to school there for about ten years, that was one of the things. Because obviously, whenever you're living there and you have that being a part of your culture, being bourbon, Woodford was one of the nicer ones. I mean, obviously there no, is like a oh, whistle pig, yeah. you know, or like you know, the hibiki nice, that is different. But I mean, everybody like, oh my gosh, because I also worked in a bar, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're putting coke in your Woodford. No, one the <laughs> co- the cost, you know, the cost per price, you know, it's it's one of the best value buys ever, you know. And then I would say if you're going straight, what I buy and what anybody asks me, Woodford Double Oaked mm-hmm. is my go to mm-hmm. because one, it's it's readily available, it's reasonably priced, and it's as good as a bottle. It's 99% as good as a bottle that's going to cost you $500. So the one that I was mentioning um, just a moment ago that we both like, that's a whiskey, is Whistle Pig. Yeah. Uh, they're just very, well, that's a, that's a rye. Right, but they're, yeah. they're just very consistent with sure. with their booze. And then, um, I mean, for me, I'm I'm also a scotch guy, too, um, and I, I really enjoy just Macallan. How do you, you can't go wrong with Macallan. Yeah. You just can't. And especially now... At Costco, Dave, if you have a Costco that occasionally will stock it, it's you can get it for like $55 a bottle. Really? Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's still a lot. Not, not, but it's not That's the, way less than you're paying anywhere else. See, what's weird, though, is that we have a Costco membership, but my wife is the only one that goes there. And I feel weird when I'm like, hey, get me seven gallons of booze. Why? It's more cost efficient. Dude, I have I seen a woman who was no less than 100 years old go into a Costco Get one of those orange carts. The flatbeds? The flatbed carts <laughs> and wheel out multiple cases of wine and vodka. I mean, okay. we're talking probably $600 worth of booze. I would and say I was that like, maybe it was for a party, but if it's just wine and vodka. She's living, man. Yeah. <laughs> At 100 years old. Yeah, there were no plates. I want to be her sugar baby. Please leave a message after the tone. 
When was the last time you went out and had some actual fun? Like, what did you do? Message deleted. Uh, so that's, that's a fair question. I mean, because... All of us are pretty routine. Audrey's the most adventurous, no question, when it comes to, like, trying new things. But, like, during the day. Yeah. But, I mean, going out and having fun, I will say the most recent time was Mother's Day. You know, going out and just spending time with my wife and the kids and, of course, my mother-in-law. And they had live music going on. It was the, all the windows were open. Uh, just a vibe. And, you know, spending time with the family, just doing simple stuff. Uh, that's always a real good time. I love that that's your response for what you believe fun to be in your age. At my age, yeah. That, that's what fun is. I mean, honestly, for me and my wife, just hanging out. It doesn't matter, like, just any normal restaurant. And, you know, I don't know. I, I just like like big, giant activities. You I don't, don't even have to anymore. It's like, and, and I know, and I, like, I know, like, kind of for my wife, you know, she likes doing stuff. But I'm like, I just like doing Everything with you. you so need, everything is fun. You, I don't know. You sounds, need to, it sounds corny, but, but it's true. But you you really need to appreciate that you love just hanging out with your wife so much. And that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm like, see, you know, You're I very, don't need very extracurricular st- uh, stimulation to uh, be able to be around you. Good for you. That's your way of getting out of doing everything, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I just love you so much, baby. Yeah, I don't yeah. need anything else. I recently visited a restaurant that had a burger with a donut bun. I had mixed feelings about it, but it was definitely worth trying. Message deleted. A burger with a donut bun? No, not for me. You're 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 mixing too much stuff. The burger does not need to be improved. Depends on the donut. Chris, like a piping hot Krispy Kreme. Well, so I almost would think yeah. that it would need to be more biscuity, like more like cake. And I actually think that Guy Fieri maybe has done something similar to this on either at his restaurant yeah, or I like at a guy's. Like, it's been done, and it just it just feels like um, it just trying again, too hard. I'm just I'm so tired of the, like the gimmick stuff. Yes, they're just like stop, just make a burger, a burger. You're, if you you're want, Bloody Mary with like a thousand different with a whole things on lobster there. on top. <laughs> yeah, man, I got a Bloody Mary uh, a few weekends ago, and it had so much crap in it. When I pulled it out, the glass wasn't even half full anymore. It's like, yeah, that we have one of the stalks of celery that's the size of an eight-year-old tree. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is happening? It's not I mean, even a full shot either. Yeah, if you <laughs> cut that broccoli and you can count the rings, you know, that's, there's definitely a problem there. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we know that we're short on time today, and you know that we have to... You just did it again. What? You're eating right now. Both oh, of just brought eating. in Chick-fil-A, man. I know. I'm not going to be rude to my boss, Dave. Yeah, Dave, I've been talking about, like, great ways to foster a community and, you know, really improve workplace performance. I was suggesting us bring in an omelet station for our sales team who works so hard to sell this radio show. And our boss, you know, here's what he does, brings in Chick-fil-A for all of us. Our mood, instantly better. I know. I'm, I'm not. The fact that he brought in Chick-fil-A is amazing because we have a meeting right after the show today. And he's like, hey, should I, I get snacks? He emailed me last night. I'm like, who doesn't love snacks? Love a snack. I love a snack. I thought he was going to stop by like a gas station and get like road trip food, you know. Like combos. Combos and beef jerky and uh, like Star a large kids. Mountain Dew. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, just, I had no idea what he meant I would love that too. <laughs> Instead, he rolls in with some piping hot Chick-fil-A. But oh. just so you guys learn a little bit something about the show here. Uh, Mahoney is so unable to... You just took another bite. What are you doing? You're talking. Keep talking. <laughs> we'll be done chewing by the time you're he, done talking. He does guys. not have the ability to not eat the food that's in front of him. We're not shy about food dude, over I am the, Not on this I side am, of the table. Dude, like, I am for real. Like, if you talk about spirit animals, 
like you put a dog and he, who will just eat himself until he's dead. That's me. You bring in Chick-fil-A. If there was a pile of Chick-fil-A up into the roof, I would eat it until I could no longer eat it. That's like when I had that Chick-fil-A black card. I ate Chick-fil-A every single day for four months straight. Every meal. That's wild. Audrey, do you want to tell everyone about what your new little nighttime routine, what you're doing? Speaking of loving food. Oh, no, Dave. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of embarrassing. As I have gotten older, I am really starting to look in the mirror and realize that a lot of things might be genetic um, in, in, in this world, uh, including the fact that I like to, at in the middle of the night, just get up from a slumber, literally at like midnight o'clock, go into the kitchen, do-do-do-do-do, open the fridge, bop, 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 and get a nice little midnight snack. I am full midnight snack mode, and I realized that this is a genetic thing because my mom and my Grammy both do these things. That is so funny. So... You'll be f- dead asleep. Dead asleep, and I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And what what does like a normal snack look like? So for me, it depends. So I'm kind of on a well. Remember when I was telling you I was doing the handfuls of chocolate chips? Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I would just crave chocolate chips in the middle of the night. Live update: Mahoney just took another bite. Strawberries, cuties. It, uh, at one point, it was also full spoonfuls of cookie dough. It's kind of just whatever Ooh, my peanut current butter. peanut butter. I've done that before. Just whatever is like instant yeah. and quick. That is so interesting that you'll wait because I can't imagine waking up and then going to the fridge and getting something in the middle of the night. I what? would, but my wife would. My wife would just shame me. Okay. I can't. But I you just, want to. I want to. There <laughs> nights I wake up, it's like two a.m. and I'm like, ooh. My Grammy used to blame it on sleepwalking, actually. And you didn't believe her? No, man, because I would catch her eating full sleeves Oreos. And she'd blame it on you guys. Yeah, for she'd or- be like, you didn't see anything. Shut up. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>